Welcome to Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. This show was created to put your skepticism of the unknown to rest and to make spiritual sense. Today on Go Beyond the Veil, we are thrilled to have Ann Tucker. Ann is a business coach and angel trance channeler. She is also the creator of Business Energetics and the Soul Type Test, transmitter of the nine angelic frequency series, and a channel for angelic wisdom. Her work is designed to help you see and understand your creative purpose and to express it through your work so that you not only feel fulfilled, seen, and appreciated, but you also unlock the success you're capable of. Her book, Undoubtedly Awesome, uses her soul type test to show you how to experience less doubt in your life. Anne is helping to redefine business for a spiritual age, where the work we do becomes a conscious pathway to our own spiritual development. Channeling is a natural form of communication between humans and angelic beings, spirits, or non-physical entities. The art of channeling has been practiced since ancient times, with examples from nearly every culture on Earth. There are countless documented stories of shamans, prophets, and others who've recounted receiving knowledge from the spirit world. A channeler is very similar to a language translator or interpreter. They allow themselves to sense the nonverbal communication from another being and then translate it into human words. It's the process of accessing information or energy that isn't normally available to the conscious mind. Channeling takes many forms and may be expressed through any creative endeavor such as writing, artwork, dance, music, and the healing arts. Channeling is a natural part of being human, for we are more than just our bodies and our minds. As we relax the mind and open our awareness, we can connect with the vastness of creation. Today on the show, Anne will share her knowledge and experiences as a business coach and angel trans-channeler. We will discuss her business energetics program, the seven soul types, and how she channels and works with angels to assist her clients. Plus, later on the show, we will open up the phone line so Anne can tell you what soul type you are. So stick around after this quick break. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles, one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U. URAskinandmind.com. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today we have the pleasure of having Ann Tucker on our show. Ann is a business coach and angel trance channeler. Hi, Ann. Hi, Ann. Hey, you guys. How are you doing? We are hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Flying monkeys next, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So jumping in here, um, how long have you been coaching? And have you always been more of a spiritual coach? You know, I, I think I've always been a spiritual person, but I actually started out in the corporate world. I was a, I worked with uh, um, executive teams in the largest companies in the U.S. And, and multinationally. I was working predominantly with, with tech companies and med tech companies. Um, so it was really like, it was far from spirit <laughs> in the sense that it's a very, very left brain. And, uh, and, and then as my awakening progressed, it just became a thing where I needed to uh, I needed to flex my wings, <laughs> which is only an, only an angel channel can say that, right? I needed to flex my wings. Exactly. So, um, right. So it just took on more and more of a spiritual component. And and you guys know about my soul type work that evolved when I first started that. It's I actually started developing it within that corporate coaching, huh. um, and I, I called it something else. I called it decision types. But what I was really doing was working with people's soul types. And how did that come forward with working in the corporate world? 
you know, it was, it was, um, the, the process I was using was actually sort of magically designed for it to evolve where I would, I would do this, what I called a 360 process. And so it's pretty, pretty normal process within coaching where you, you ask the pre, you talk to the person and find out what they think their strengths and weaknesses are. And then you talk to everyone around them who knows them. And so you get a 360 degree perspective, but I was, I was coming at it differently because my background was in decision-making. Um, my background before that I had been working at Microsoft as a negotiator. And so I had this focused on decisions. So when I went into coaching, um, into, and into leadership decisions was my natural access point. Well, it just so happens that decision-making is, is really the, the critical place to focus when we're talking about how we create in the world and Mm. creation is inherently a spiritual activity. So it, it all like, you know, life is never on accident, right? It all lines up. So as I was as I was working with these people and analyzing how they were making decisions and, and looking at it from a 360 degree perspective, I began to see patterns among people. I saw certain things would go together and I was beginning to channel at the same time. And so it, it, it all sort of came in. It was like download after download and it evolved into this methodology. And now is that what business energetics is? It is. Business energetics is a uh, is a course. And I've designed the course specifically, this specific course is designed for people who are in a practice, we're offering a service. So healers, channels, anybody who's who's offering a, an individual service and it shows them because the thing is, is that, so there's these seven different soul types and each of us has one, but in order to run a business, you need to be, you need to know how to work with all seven. And as an individual, as an entrepreneur, you're really trying to juggle, trying to wear all seven hats. So business energetics teaches you how to work with all seven energies so that you can run a successful business. Okay. Got it. So um, the initiation of the soul types came from your previous work in corporate. Did it evolve when you uh, transformed it into business energetics? You know, it's gotten just richer and deeper. The more that I understood it, it started out with just the soul types. It started out with understanding there was these seven different types and uh, and what the differences were between them. And then it evolved into how they interact with each other from there. And then, uh, and then it grew. It was like, it was literally, it was actually a funny thing. The day I finished writing my book about this, which is all about the soul types and how doubt affects you based on your soul type. And the, I had been working on this book for, I mean, it took me forever because it was my first book I wrote and writing a book is a whole skill on its own. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so it took me a long time and I like had, I was trying to get it finished, trying to get it finished. I hadn't done laundry for weeks and I was just put my whole life on hold trying to get it done. And I literally hit the send button on my computer and that was finally off. And right that minute, boom, this new download came in of like, here's the next piece. Huh. Well, <laughs> I'm like, <great>. no, <laughs> I know I need to do my laundry, but, um, but, uh, but it was all about how all the soul types fit together, right? How, how, uh, what is the whole process of creation? And this is where it gets really interesting is what is the process of creation and what is each soul type's role in that process? And, and so it just, like I said, gets richer and richer. So before we go in and figure out what those soul types are, why is it beneficial for anyone to know what their soul type is? Oh my gosh. You know, it's something I can't imagine not knowing. Um, I mean, not only does it does it tell you about understanding what is it that's going to make you feel fulfilled in your life, but but I think about it like this. I feel like like the reason we have all come to the planet up until really up until now, the big sort of the story that we tell ourselves about why we're here is to come back to ourselves, is to remember who we are, right? And you hear that a lot that we're trying to remember who we are, and that you know that we are that we are divine. And, um, and, but now with the awakening, everyone's going to know who they are. <laughs> so why are we really here? Like, what's the real reason? And I say the real reason we are is that uh, we're here and that way we're going to come is to understand ourselves as creators, to, to understand how we create in the world. And here on earth, this is the only place where the process of creation is slowed down where we can actually see it. And, and to make that experience that much more educational, we don't embody all aspects of creation. We get just one, one soul type so that we can, we can rub up against the pieces that we don't know and, and understand them better and contrast to ourselves. So it's sort of like anything, you break it apart to understand it better. Coming here, we break apart the process of creation. So that's so understanding what yours is, it tells you 
what do you need to be really feeling fulfilled in your work? It tells you where and how you can be most successful. What part of the problem are you best at solving? And and it's really, it comes down to thought process. Your thought process, we think our thought process is the same as everybody else's. But the truth is that each soul type has a very distinct and different thought process. So when you understand yourself, you start to be able to understand others and how do you work with them? So it, it really opens up this whole book, this whole understanding into, I think, what is one of the most important questions that we're going to be facing. Is there a, an easy way to give an overview of the seven different types, or could you maybe go into a little bit of detail about one of them? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I can give you a quick rundown of the seven, if that's the, to give you a perspective of where perfect. they all fit. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the they if you think about a problem like like seven different doors, right, each one is a, a different door that you can go through um, and each one corresponds with a different part of the problem. So the, the first soul type, what I call the optimizing soul, comes in first in the problem and they are the out of the box thinker. They're the ones who they're highly visual. They're able to create something out of nothing and they're responsible for bringing the concepts from the astral down and birthing them onto the planet. So they create the seed. Um, but then that seed, think about a seed. It doesn't necessarily, like a seed can sit dormant on a shelf for years, right? Mm -hmm. They need the next step, which is the expressive soul. The expressive soul comes in and they are the ones that help that seed to germinate. They're the ones that that they speak, they have a very direct connection to their heart space and, they, and it goes directly out their mouth. So they speak truth, right? They feel into the truth. They, they're very fluent with the language of emotions. They are the most influential and persuasive of all the soul types. So they come in second, they help to express it, express what you're creating. Then third comes in the collaborative souls. And this is, you think about that plant has now germinated, it's coming up to the surface and it starts to sprout. And the first thing it does is it starts to draw in air, right? It starts to draw in you know, water from its roots and air from above. It starts to breathe and attract that light. Think of that as attention. So your collaborative souls are the ones that are drawing in, uh, drawing in community and attention and bringing interest into whatever it is that you're creating. They, they draw people to you. And then the third soul type is our coaching souls. And they come in now that that, that the plant has sprouted, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a photosynthesizing. Now what happens next is it, it starts to, uh, um, to, to flower and to fruit. And this is where with coaching souls, where you're going to fully develop or see things through to completion, where you're, you are uh, working on those in, in, in terms of human terms, as opposed to plant terms, it's one-on-one -on -one relationship where you're able to see someone and see what's absolutely best in them. And by holding that truth, by, by reflecting that to them, you inspire others to live up to that vision. So you're the, the amazing people developer. And so it's like, you're the one that's bringing things into fruit, into fruition. So um, then next, once that's occurred, then we move over sort of into the animal kingdom, right? If that energy is going to continue to grow, it has to um, move from uh, that fruit gets eaten by an animal. And that, so that next, that next energy is called learning souls, the learning souls. And they are the keepers of the knowledge. And they are the ones that are able to stay neutral and stay open-minded longer than any other soul type. So they come in in the process to um, uh, to be able to figure out what to keep and what to get rid of. What what can we grow, right? What is working, what isn't? Um, and then the next uh, next phase of the problem comes in with our next soul type, which is our um, efficient souls. And they are the ones that have that 35,000 mile high viewpoint where they're able to look down at the problem strategically and figure out what to keep and what to lose, right? They've read, they're able to see the goal at the end and figure out what is the most direct path to get there. So they have that really strategic perspective. And then finally, our, our experimenting souls, and they're the ones that bring momentum to the problem. So they're able to go from zero to 60 miles an hour in 30 seconds or less, right? Mm -hmm. They are, they're, they're willing to jump in and just get going. So that's kind of the, the, the nine different soul types. And then you can see how they sort of fit one after another, how each one has a very critical role in the process of creation. All right. Well, thanks for sharing. And that's seven, right? Seven. Yeah, you did. That's all right. All right. Well, thanks for going over that. Well, we're going to have to take a break. But remember, this is a live show. And if you would like to find out what your soul type is from man, feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. 
A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at asteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook as well as Instagram and check out our podcast on SoundCloud. Today we have the pleasure of having Ann Tucker on our show. Ann is a business coach and angel trance channeler. And don't forget, if you would like to find out what your soul type is, call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So Ann, I was hoping you could list off the seven soul types again. Yeah, sure. So there's optimizing, expressive, collaborative, coaching, learning, efficient, and experimenting. Great. All right. Well, let's talk about channeling. Uh, How long have you been trans-channeling, and how would you explain what that is for our listeners? Oh, gosh. You know, I've been been channeling for quite a long time, Um, and I was previously, I was mostly a clairvoyant channel, so I would see see images, and I I was clairvoyant, clairsentient, um, uh, so I would, I would be a, a, a visual as well as a knowing. Um, and it wasn't until about a year ago that I started, uh, it, things changed where all of a sudden I was being, it's not, I think it was as I was continuing to do my own self work and my vibration rise, uh, rose up, I was able to start communicating directly with the angels. And so at that point, like now, whenever I tune in, they pull me right up. So it's like, I, I, the, the other gifts are still there, but, but it's, it, it's the, the direct word to word channeling is what's happening. And so what that, what that looks like is, is as I, when I, you know, go into meditation, I, I go into a trance state and I'm still awake. I can still talk. I can still, I can still sound like me. But um, I raise my awareness higher and higher, and then I go a little bit higher and go as high as I can. And I feel when they engage with me, I, I, I get filled with this really joyful feeling, and it feels like a pressure. It used to feel a lot more so. The, the more I get attuned to it, the easier it is. But in the beginning, it was such an extreme pressure. It felt like my head was at the bottom of a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. It would be this incredible pressure that came over my head. 
Um, and that's how I would know I was connected. And then the, they start, then we start a dialogue, they start talking. And it's not like I'm hearing, it's not like I'm hearing words in my ears. It's like uh, uh, words in my awareness is a better way of describing it. And they kind of come by in like a river of words. If you can imagine, they come by in spurts and in, in sometimes one word, sometimes a series of words. Um, and the more fluent I get, the faster they come. And a lot of people always ask with trans channeling, if you're hearing, you know, someone else's voice or if you're hearing your own voice, what would you say? It is, it's more because there's not, I don't hear a voice so much as I'm aware of, it's not me because it's like, it's like an energy and they're using, they use my vocabulary, but it's almost, but it's not like they use my everyday vocabulary. It's almost like they have access to everything that I've ever heard in my life, every mm -hmm. word I've ever heard. And they choose from that. Okay. So they will throw in random words that I know I've heard somewhere, but I don't know what they mean. Right. <laughs> or they will use, sometimes they'll use, like, I, I, I spoke French uh, pretty well when I was in college, I was pretty, not quite fluent, but I was pretty good. And they will sometimes throw in French words. <laughs> like oh. they will use everything that's in my head, but it's, it's not, it's clearly not me because like I said, sometimes I will have to go and look up the words afterwards. So can you tell us about your first experience with working with angels? Yeah, it was, um, I was, I started writing down the, as I was sort of getting these messages, I started writing them down. And, and it's funny when I, when I channel there's, there's, I'm, I'm, for me, it's very important to try to be accurate to, I try very, very hard to stay neutral, which is super important in terms of, of, of channeling accurately. You have to be neutral and stay without, if you start getting invested, then you influence how it goes. It's, it's sort of a delicate process in that way. You have to stay sort of out of it and just, and just be the, just be the pathway for it to come through. And, uh, so, um, yeah, so I started writing it down and, and it still is true that after I channel or in the middle of channeling, I start thinking, this is making no sense. This doesn't make any sense at all. I should just stop. Right. But I keep going. And, and that was the case that first time as I'm writing this down, I'm like, this isn't, this is just, you know, garbage. This isn't making any sense at all. I thought I was hearing this stuff. Maybe I'm not hearing it. And I get to the end and I write it all down and there's no punctuation or anything. It's just word, 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 word. And I get to the end and then I, but I, I put it all into a Word document and I punctuated it, went back and read it, and it made perfect sense. And that's what blew my mind. I was like, wow, okay, this is really, this is, this, I really am hearing this. This really is happening. And it's, it's, a, that's always how it is. I, I change. Sometimes I'll be aware of what they're saying to a degree, but I still, um, I still don't get the full meaning until after I come back and read it afterwards. And why do you think you were called to work with angels? Um, I know that I planned this lifetime. I've had a lot of dreams of my life between lives. And I know that I came here, that this was a big part of my purpose was to, to work with the angels. And I, there's several, several sort of jobs or missions that I'm here to do. And being in, in contact with the angels is, is a big part of, of making that happen. So there's more information that I'm going to be bringing through. Mm -hmm. um, and the angels are coordinating that. And were, were, was it the angels that actually channeled the soul type information to you? Yes, my angels and my guides, both. So, so and what's interesting about it is that some of the soul type information, as I was, as I was putting it together, was created, that it, it's new to, the, to, to this whole process. It was co-created with the angels to the point where uh, apparently it's being taught on the astral at the same time as I'm teaching it here which is that that came out in my dreams, actually, which was really pretty cool. Huh. So so, yeah, apparently it's 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 new, all a new way of understanding it, a new way of learning about it, um, about the creative process. So how do you know the difference between channeling your guides and your angels? Um, can you see the angels? Like what's your what's your perception? Yeah, it's super different, super, super different. So. Uh, for example, I was a healer for a long time and I was, he when I was healing, I would be working with my guides. And when I worked with the guides, the guides would always work through me that, that they would be directing me what to do. But I, like when I would do a healing, I would actually go inside the person's body and I could feel everything. I, I could sense where the dense energy was. I could, I would get visuals about what to do. I would be the one actually doing the work. And then when the, when the energy left, I would feel it leave. I could, I could physically sense it. So I was very involved in the process. And <laughs> once I started trans channeling with the angels, I'm literally just a channel and I don't feel anything. I literally am just reporting. Like when I get to the, if they heal somebody and I get to the end, they just say, we are complete. 
And that's, and that's it. They just, we are complete. There's no, I don't get any feeling. I don't get, it's really different. I'm really just a channel, but the energies that come through, I feel the energies that come through and they are, they're like, sometimes it's literally like lava flowing out of my hands. It's crazy. And down my arms um, and through my chest. It's, it's nuts. So it's, it's a really, really different. And the, and the feeling of connection is very different. The connecting with my guides uh, is very easy. It's, it's, it's like, it's just right there. It's nearby. Whereas when I connect with the angels, I have to go up and up and up and I get this, the, I feel the difference in the pressure. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, it's a very different, they're in a really different place from where we are. They're much higher. Their vibration is much, much higher. So um, is it just a feeling yeah. or are you able to see them or perceive them in, in any other way? I can see them when, when, if I, I have to just kind of look, but they look like a column, like a column of light with a face in the middle, if you can imagine, <laughs> like sort of a vaguely human column of light mm-hmm. is what they look like. Got it. Awesome. Well, yeah. with that, we're going to take another break. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more. Sakura Skin and Mind.com. S A K U R A Skin and Mind. Com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y. R-E-I-C-H dot com. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150KKNW.com Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today we have the pleasure of having Ann Tucker on our show. Ann is a business coach and angel trans channeler. And remember, if you want to find out what your soul type is, call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So Ann, do you think you may have been hearing angels as a child but suppressed it for some reason? Do you know, it's such an interesting question. I do remember that there were times when I would, um, I had uh, thoughts come into my mind as a child that um, uh, now that I look back, I recognize what was happening is that my, it was my guides or angels speaking to me. And because I would think something, like I remember once I was sitting in bed and all of a sudden I, I felt and I knew that, and I just, and I was sort of had this happy thought that when I grow up, I'm going to help people learn how to lead better lives. And then my childhood self, I said, well, how can I do that? I'm just a kid. <laughs> it's very <laughs> profound. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And uh, but so I, I know that was happening. And I and I apparently had imaginary friends as children, as a child and things like that. So so um, so it was happening. But but definitely my third eye closed as I got older, for sure. Hmm. And it was pretty, pretty well closed for a lot of years. OK, well, hey, we have a caller on the line. 
We've got Rose from Woodenville. Rose, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. So I'm going to let you take the floor, Anne. All right. Hi, Rose. Nice to meet you. Hi, Anne. I've, I've loved hearing uh, your story. It's, oh, great. It seems, seems pretty special. So Thank you I, very I much. I we all have the gift, but, um, you know, it's harder for some of us to really realize it. <laughs> That is true. That's really true. That's actually part of what I do with the angels. I'll tell you about that later. But the uh, but let's find out your soul type. Are you would would you like to know? Yes. All right. Awesome. So um, because of the fact that what we're looking at here is how you create in the world, and the the tool that you use to to shape your creative energy is your decision. So I can find out by asking you just a series of quick questions. So and this is going to okay. be starting about how you make choices. And then I'll be able to tell you uh, what your soul type is. So the first question is, on average, do you make decisions slower or faster than other people? I'd say faster. Excellent. Okay. And uh, in general, are you willing to take risks or are you more cautious? Gosh, I feel like I'm in the middle, but I, um, I do take some, I definitely do take some risks. Okay, perfect. Um, and then the next question is, um, how much do you openly share about your, your personal life? So do you usually share the whole story, including how you feel, or do you tend to talk about the facts and the details, but not usually how you feel? No, I definitely tell how I feel. How you feel? Okay, great. Yeah. And um, do you uh, see, I mean, would you say that you are... Uh, usually pretty tactful, so you soften what you say to be polite, or can you be direct so you politely tell people where you stand? Which one would you say is more you? Gosh, again, I'd say I'm in the middle of that. I mean, I try to be pretty pretty tactful, but I mean, I yeah. guess I would stop myself more than just... I. But I am a really honest person, too, so yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. All right. I'm going to say that I you're saying to be honest to my friends anyways, very, you know, yeah, yeah. Really <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, so then would you say, um, uh, just a moment here between these two, um, which one would you say fits you best? You're going to like both, but one of them is going to fit you more than the other. So if you had to choose between finding new solutions, so do you love making inspired visions come to life or communicating and influencing? So do you love to express yourself? Do you use stories and metaphors to your speech, your writing, your acting, or your music? Something like that. Which one do you think fits you best? Probably the first one. Finding new solutions? Yeah. Okay, great. So you are what I call an optimizing soul. And optimizing souls, they come in at the very beginning of the problem solving. And the real talent that you have is that, like I said, it's our thought process is what shapes our creative energy. You can think of it like, uh, like if our creative energy is Play-Doh and it's coming down through us and we are like the Play-Doh fun factory. So, you know, that little extruder that you can get and you put the Play-Doh through it. And on the end of the fun factory, you've got these little shapes, like it's going to be like a star or, you know, silly hair or yeah. circles or whatever. Right. So, so your thought process is the little shape that's going to shape what you create. So you're for you, it's call you the star, right? <laughs> Pushing that energy through and you're going to turn it out in the shape of a star. So your thought process is really unique. Most people have a really linear thought process where they go A, B, C, D. You go A, 2, 4, F. So really <laughs> out of the box. <laughs> and, okay. and wow. And you'll come up with a vision. So you'll be inspired by, say, for example, you you might be a person who walks into a house that is needing renovation. And most people would come in and they would see everything that's wrong with it. But you might get that inspired vision of seeing how it could be. And then all of a sudden that vision is in your mind. And it's like you can see it as if you're already living it. And then from that point forward, it's just trying to figure out how to get there. Does that sound like you? Yes. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. does. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, so that, that optimizer person, the, the real um, gift that they're bringing is this ability to take concepts and to physicalize them. So each of the soul types has their intuition come in at a different place. So yours comes in with that vision, that download, that initial idea. And then the gift of that being able to hold that vision and work towards it. Well, we know, and when you talk about learning how to manifest, 
the idea of if you can if you can live it like it's already happened that's what optimizers do is they live it like it's already here and that helps them to bring it into reality in a way that so you are better at physicalizing your ideas at actually making them happen than any other soul type you're much more likely to follow through and part of that is because you don't tear your ideas down because you see it you can see it clearly in your mind So a lot of other people will go through this process of comparing and evaluating and thinking about it and looking at other options. And that's not your process. Your process is you get this inspiration that you fall in love with. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, that totally does. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's fantastic. No, I really appreciate that. That, that was, that, that sounds great. And I do try to do that. So that was interesting. I like that. (laughs) <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. So just you know that that in terms of your work that you you're going to work best in an environment where you um, have that freedom to create where you you're able to kind of go work by yourself to come up with your ideas and then come out and share them once they're birthed once they're once they're once you have it once you've figured it out, really. So you need to make sure that you're in a in a in a role that allows you to use that creative that creative aspect of yourself that allows you to come up with those creative problem solving ideas. Well, thanks for well, calling, so Rose. Great. Well, thank you very much, Ann. Thank you. Have a good day. You're so welcome. Thank you. Uh, okay, Ann, so you were talking about your business energetics course, the soul types, but I'd love to talk a little bit more about activations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so who are they for and how do they work? So the, so I, I do, as you know, I do, I do two different types of things. I do activations with the angels and I also work with frequencies with the angels. So the activations are to activate the soul types. So the idea is, is that each of us is born with one soul type and there are seven available to us. Like there's seven different types of, of creative energy. And if you combine all seven soul types together, what you get is source energy. So it's like each of us is expressing one aspect of source while we're here on earth. And, but we have in different, in different lifetimes, we have been other soul types. We, we have, we have embodied other energies. So those energies are within us. We, we have, because we are, you know, when we channel source energy, when we're that, when we have that running through it, that is all seven energies. So that energy is within us. We're just only, only using one as the causeway through which we express. Well, working with the angels, the angels can actually see inside you these other energies. And it's a little bit like if you've ever heard of epigenetics with genes, mm-hmm. that in your genes, you could have lots of different types of genes in, in, that are within your DNA, but only some are turned on and others are not, right? And that's how the activations for soul types work is that the angels can actually see, they said they can see it like threads within us, the, the past memories of times when we have been other soul types and they can activate those energies within us. And the idea is that they say that they want us to learn to work with all seven soul types, but we don't have to suffer to get there. They just want us to be able to express ourselves fully as a creator. They want us to have the experience. So they will go through and they will activate these other energies so that when we try to learn them, it comes to us much more easily. So it's like things that used to be hard for you now become much easier. Hmm. So what do people experience during the activations? The activations is a brand, it's a brand new thing. And I'm actually running it for the very first time, September 20th, with the first group. So the, the angels channeled the process with me. So they designed the process, but this will be the first time doing it. So I'm actually really excited to start it and see, and see given how successful the frequencies, this frequency series have been for people. Um, people have been having amazing things happen with the frequency sessions. So I can't wait to see what happens with the activations. It's going to be really amazing. And then how does that work? Did they do um, a, one soul type per activation or how is it broken yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. So they'll do they'll do one. So it's a total. Um, they, they wanted a total of uh, two sessions for each soul type so that they kind of do it the first time and then they kind of go through a second time to, just to kind of reinforce it. But it so it's they'll do one session for each soul type to, act, to activate it. And they said the process of the activation itself is about 20 minutes, but then they have to go through. So they kind of spelled out for me what the whole process will look like. So it'll be about an hour and yeah, it should be, it should be really super interesting. Now, is this the same as the angel frequencies? No, it's different. The frequencies. Yeah. The frequencies I've been doing now, um, uh, for five or six months, and those are designed to activate people's spiritual gifts. And, um, and it's, it's super interesting. I actually, um, 
there the, in terms of the the kind of things that are happening for the people who take those sessions each session of the activations uh there's there's nine different uh, angelic frequencies that we're channeling through these sessions so there's nine different sessions and the people who are in those sessions especially the people who are actively using their gifts who are currently practicing their gifts in one way or another are finding that their gifts are just expanding in really unusual ways. And Sikar, you took, you listened to the last one. <laughs> I was going to say, and I can attest to that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And so we're, we are going to go out to a break, but where can our listeners find out more about that? Uh, it's at my website, antucker.com. So if you do antucker.com backslash angels, it takes you to the activations. And how often are those again? Uh, once per month. Okay. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break, but everyone stick around for more Go Beyond the Veil. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A, care.com. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. What's your story? Have you ever sat with that question and looked to your heart for the answer? It's time to explore the real you. Tune in Thursdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. for the brand new show, Story You, with Coach Debbie. Debbie and her guests have a mission to inspire and coach you to find your voice. If you need direction, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. If you want to be an author, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. Tune in Thursdays at 4 p.m. and be inspired. Sakura Skin and Mind understands everything is connected. That's why Sakura offers mind modalities as well as clean. Clinical skin care services, hypnotherapy, Reiki, microneedling, dermaplaning, facials, and more. With over 17 years of experience, Sakira has offered intuition, guidance, and results for her clients. Sakira Skin and Mind, treating the inside to treat the outside. Keeping your skin beautiful while bringing out a healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Learn more at SakuraSkinAndMind.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com. Get inspired. Every hour, right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. Don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook as well as Instagram, and check out our podcast on SoundCloud. Today, we have the pleasure of having Ann Tucker on our show. Ann is a business coach and angel trans channeler. So Ann, what are the angel frequencies again? So the angel frequencies are, um, uh, so and I actually channeled an answer for that. So if, you, if you'd if you like to hear what the angels have to say. Well, of course. <laughs> they're, the ones, they're the ones that designed it. They say that the frequencies are a method for solving how to accrue the energy that you need to grow into being more fully who you are. They accumulate energy into the body to direct toward the points of your expression used when expressing your hidden talents and can become more accumulated with each iteration. They bring you up to fully encompass your birthright. Your practice can evolve and become more complete. They are angelic. They help you to hold more light and vibrate in higher states so that you can become more expressed. And there are nine alternate points of contact. So when you're doing the attunement, is this a one-on-one or a group session or how does this work? It's a group. So we do it as a group and they uh, there's actually, there's about, uh, there's about 80 people people who are part of this program at this point. And we, and they're from all over the world. So when the angels first um, told me that we were going to be doing these frequencies, they told me 
that what's what's important about this is that the people who are part of this become transmitters for these frequencies. So they said that these frequencies will spread around the world. And I didn't know when they told me that. I said, how in the world would that happen? Like, how is it going to be like, really? How is it going to be spread around the world? And then I started this and people showed up from all over the world who started participating. So it's just, it's, you know how it is. It's like with spirit, it just shows up. <laughs> and so I assume these are people with all different levels of background and energy. And so the angels are able to work with everybody at their own level and, and, and pace. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, you, I think uh, like the, there's that question of like, is it for everybody? And what the angels would say to that is that, you know, that, that there maybe are those people who would not benefit, but the, the, but those aren't interested. So if you're interested, you're ready for it is kind of the message. Got it. So how do these angel frequencies and activations play into what's happening right now on our planet? Oh, it's huge, right? There's, it's so important for us in terms of, of holding higher vibrations. Um, and helping others to hold higher vibrations so that we can all, you know, the, the angels want as many of us to be part of this ascension as possible. And, and that doesn't mean that, that, that there is, there's, there's, I think that there's a lot of discussion going around in the spiritual circles about what happens to those people who aren't part of the ascension. And I think it's really important to say that there's nobody left behind in this process and there's no judgment in whether somebody is part of the ascension or not, that it doesn't make them a, a better or a worse person or a better or worse soul in any way. We're all on a journey. And it's like someone isn't better or worse just because they took they took the scenic route. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all headed home. However you look at it, we're all headed to the same place. So, but but because of the fact that we can have a better, like they can objectively look and say, you know what, life in 5D is going to be more fun. You might want to come along and they would love for us all to have that experience. So they're trying very hard to bring as many people along through this ascension process as possible. But they have said, and I actually just put up a video about this uh, earlier this week, that anybody who is not ready, who chooses not to, and they were very clear, we all have our own uh, we, that we're all, uh, um, we, you know, we all get to make our own choices, right? Everybody gets to choose for themselves. And some people will prefer or may want to stay working on the same, the karmic issues they've been working on to up until now, and they're not ready. And so they're creating another reality for, 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 for those, for those souls. So no one will be lost. No one's left behind. They just are going to have a different option available for them. So then so, are we are we coming to a place then, would you say, where we all like like Rose, our caller had said, we all have this this access to these angels. Are we coming yes. to a place where we will all do that? It'll be more commonplace. Absolutely. What what they've told me is that one of the things that will happen after um, after as as the vibration rises is that people will start like one of the things we'll see. Yes, people will start seeing angels, which is going to really throw some people for a loop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to be there to see that when that happens. But the uh, they also said that people will start having a sort of uh, much more of an like an emotional telepathy, which I think of as, as being a lot like being an empath. But imagine when everybody has it, when everyone can feel and becomes aware of the other person's point of view. And they said this leads to that uh, negotiations go smoother. So it leads us to a much more peaceful planet where people who used to be uh, really against each other, really fighting with each other, that that all of a sudden those sort of those fights dissolve because people are so tuned into feeling and understanding each other's perspective. I'm really cu- curious just to go back to this this concept of a alternate uh, Earth dimension where it's a different level of consciousness. Does that mean that it would be yeah. a 4D consciousness or 3D consciousness versus a 5D consciousness? Like, how does that it, work? Yeah, it's a 3D consciousness. So what they said was that, so the, what's going on right now with the ascension is that the earth itself is raising its vibration, that the earth is 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 ascending. And so in order to stay on the earth, we have to be a vibrational match to the earth. And it, so that means that historically humans have been at 3D, which is where the earth was, but now the earth is changing. So if we want to stay, we have to rise with it. And, and there, like I said, there's no judgment in that. It just is it was one of those things. It's like, it's like, it's, you know, can you swim or not swim? You know what I mean? It's like, if you're going to, you have to match the place that you're at. Mm. So if, if someone it makes their individual choice um, uh, or that they're, they're still very immersed in, in their karmic path and they're not ready for that for one reason or another, then there will be another reality. And they're actually, they said that it's like, they've, they've created like a, like a, they've described it as a vac, 
vacuum where they pull people through. They said, no one will be lost. Every soul will be accounted for and they will in their next incarnation be brought into that new reality with, and they what they said specifically, I could actually read you the channeling and it's in that video if you want to want to see the whole thing. But they they take, uh, they said they, they took each person's journey. They understood that it was necessary how they were going through their growth process was by working through these karmic iterations. And they brought that karmic iteration, they brought it up to a higher level within their soul. So up to their higher self so that it could be transferred over to this new reality. So everyone gets to sort of stay intact with their journey. So with this rise, it's not all unicorns and rainbows, obviously, is what we're going through right now. Do you have sure. <laughs> do you have just, just one one sentence of comfort for our listeners as they go through all of this? Yeah, absolutely. And I think just to know that, OK, this this winter is in particular um, going to be really, really difficult. And there's no way around that. And the, the, the angels have said when I asked about it, they said this is not a message of solace. This is going to be a hard winter. You can you can make it easier on yourself by just doing some basic things, by making sure you have uh, have a little bit of a little bit of money out of the bank and make sure that you've got plenty of groceries on hand. So you want to go get yourself a nice big bag of rice, a nice big bag of beans (laughs) and that know that we are going to get through it and that on the other side and even through it, it will be possible to feel joy all the way through that everyone's experience, we, we create our experience. So even within a, a period of, of real turmoil, it's still possible to feel joy. Mm. And then on the other side of it, then all of a sudden everything just opens up in a really, really beautiful way. So like all healing, if you've ever been to a healer or if you are a healer, you know that we have things that are repressed within our bodies. So it's like we had things that were repressed within our society. Yeah. And in order to clear those things, we have to allow them to come to the surface. And in, in a healing, you allow it to come to the surface and you feel it. And through feeling it, you transmute that energy. And it only lasts about 90 seconds and it's mm. gone, right? You can yeah. have it locked there for a lifetime, 30 seconds and or 90 seconds and it's gone. Right. The same thing is what we're doing here. So we're talking three or four months and we transmute that energy. And then by the spring, they've told me that we, things will there will be a period of calm by the time we get to the spring. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Almost there. Fasten your seatbelts. So, uh, pretty much, pretty much. How can our listeners but, learn more about you or your online courses? Thank you for asking. I'm uh, My website is antucker.com, A-N-N-E-T-U-C-K-E-R.com. And there's access to everything from there. And my Facebook group is called Spirit Means Business. And I love for people to find me there or on YouTube under Ann Tucker on YouTube. Thanks, Anne, for being here today. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. It's been really fun. And thank you to Eric, our stellar producer, and you, the listener. Don't forget to subscribe and like our podcast, Go Beyond the Veil, anywhere you can find podcasts. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. You can find me at roryreich.com. Tune in every second Wednesday of each month at 2 to 3 p.m. for more Go Beyond the Veil, where we, we make, make spiritual, spiritual sense. sense.